You're listening to Elk Point Baptist Church. Subscribe to our podcast to hear every sermon and like us on Facebook by searching Elk Point Baptist Church, located in Elk Point, South Dakota. Thank you, sir. Ephesians chapter number 6. Ephesians chapter number 6. And I just want to share these things, uh, some of the things that were on my heart in particular. And so we'll kind of call this a preview of uh, my next Wednesday message uh, here in Ephesians chapter number 6. And I just want to uh, remind us of some things that we deal with on a regular basis. We all deal with in one way or the other. The title of the the message is going to be The Satanic Coalition. The Satanic Coalition. But I just want to point out a few things out out of Ephesians 6 here. Ephesians 6 and verse number 10. Wrapping up the book of Ephesians. He says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. So right away we have a word of encouragement. Be strong in the Lord, He says, and in the power of His might. Then he says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Let's pray. Father, please help me just over the next few moments, dear Lord, to be able to share some truths, dear God, that can be an encouragement to your people. Uh, I pray you'll be able to betray you this evening as well. And just uh, bless and speak through us, we ask you tonight, for it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Looking at the Satanic Coalition tonight, we see a word of encouragement that we can stand. And the good thing to say at the start of this is that no matter what we face, God gives us strength. The Bible says be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. So the good thing is, is in, in this battle, and obviously, if you haven't figured it out yet, we're in a battle. One of the more important things about being in this battle is don't forget, there's some really important things to remember, you are not in this battle alone. That's one, of Satan, that's one of Satan's tactics right away to isolate you and make you feel like you're the only one going through this. And then that gets you to a place to where you say, why am I the one that's having to go through this? Now, we go through different things, but I want you to know we all have to go through something. And now it's easy for you to look across the, the congregation tonight and say, I don't know why they're making a big deal about that. That's not near as bad as what I'm going through or what somebody else is going through. Uh, and I don't think anybody's that unwise. But the fact of the matter is, is when we're going through something, uh, it's a big deal to us. Amen? Uh, and so we need to understand that one of the first things Satan wants to do is isolate us. And that's one of the big reasons that it's always really important not to allow yourself to get isolated. Um, you know, how, how many of you get in a battle and the last thing you want to do is come to church? You know, right? Uh, because, and and, and that's, that's the thing you need to do the most. And always mark this down. You mark it down right now and go ahead and decide to win that battle that the, the times that you want to be at, the church, at church the least are the times you need to be there the most. That's right. Well, I'm just scared I'm going to grieve the Spirit. Uh, you know, I'm scared I'm going to, uh, you know, hinder things or whatever. I don't really feel like it. I don't feel like putting on a happy face. Well, you don't have to put on a happy face. Amen. You can come in and say, man, going through the fire, pray for me tonight. Amen. Uh, and, uh, but, but, but it's one of the things we try to do. So first of all, he'll make you try to feel isolated. But what I want to talk about when we talk about him is just a little bit of the enlightenment here. Notice what it says 
The, the, the encouragement is be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. You can and by God's grace you will overcome. You will overcome if you let God help you. Amen? But if you take the battle on yourself, you're done. But in verse, and I say you're done as far as, uh, man, you talk about frustration and dis- discouragement and disappointment. But here's what it says. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So right away, he tells us about our protection, the whole armor of God. He tells us about the protagonist, the devil. The devil is the accuser. That's what devil means, accuser. Satan means adversary. So he's our accuser. He's our adversary. He's called a murderer. He's called a liar. He's compared to a lion, a serpent, an angel of light. He's called the God of this world. And so when we look at this, what we find out is that a couple things about this battle, looking on to verse 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. This is a good example of a passage that most of us know very well and could quote it. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. But with whom do we find ourselves wrestling? Flesh and blood. But I thought the battle wasn't with flesh and blood. Now, Satan uses flesh and blood. He uses Alexander the coppersmith. I mean, he uses the the rulers of the darkness of this world. But the thing that we... I'm telling you... There, there's a justification, I'm telling you. We are so counterproductive in, 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 in ourselves. And I say that to say this. I'm telling you a truth tonight that's very basic and that many of you have known for many, many years. But sometimes we get so frustrated, we say, I know that, but forget about it. My battle is with this person. And when we do that, what the thing, I'm telling you, when we do that, Satan's getting the victory. Satan's getting the victory. And, and, and it fit, see, and, and here's the counterproductive thing. It kind of feels good. Because I can now look at this person, I can look at this individual, and I've got somebody to take it out on. I've got a face. I've got somebody that I can, I've got somebody that I can, I can get bitter about. I've got somebody that I can just daydream about seeing a bullet go through their head. Or die in a car wreck. Okay, y'all look awful. Okay, I'm just saying. Uh, I wouldn't ever think nothing like that, but I know some of y'all probably would, all right? Uh, I'm just saying. Or, or, or something bad happening to Or it's in a marriage, somebody you want to leave. Uh, or somebody in the church that is just, you know, no. It, 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 there's something that feels good in our, in our depravity and in our flesh to find somebody to hate. To find somebody to have bitterness toward. To find somebody that we will not forgive. And it feels good because we're showing them now. We're showing them now. But we are the ones that are getting beat up. And it is counterproductive. And God's way is not the easy way. We do not want to walk around the city seven times like they did at Jericho. We want to go in there with swords and uh, arrows and everything blazing and going off. But God says, no, I want you to do this. God, that's not very fulfilling. That's, that's not very satisfying. But God wants us to be a part of the victory, but He wants to get the glory in the victory. And for Him to be able to get the victory, you know, I've used this illustration recently with our homes, but the same principle applies. A lot of times we get in that situation again. We're trying to get God to do something. We've got our empty jars that we really want God to fill, but we've got our lids on those jars. 
And when we get in it, God's like, I can't do anything. I can't do anything. You say, can God really not do the Bible? So the Bible warns that you can limit the Holy One of Israel. So a couple things to remember. Number one, you're not alone. Number two, uh, our battle's not with flesh and blood. Uh, number three, Satan can't be everywhere at once. The Bible says our battle's against principalities. We'll look at this next week, but what we're talking about here is a satanic order. Principalities, powers, rulers, and spiritual darkness in high places. What that tells us is that there's a definite army of demonic forces that we're fighting against today. It's not flesh and blood, but it is an organized... And here's the thing about it. The reason that we don't do so well sometimes in spiritual warfare is that we do lean on our own understanding. We do go with our own ways. And as a result of that, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're really outmatched. We're severely outmatched when we're trying to do it on our own. We're severely outmatched. Uh, but... When we allow God to do it and try uh, to make sure that we are following the Lord, then what we find out is that uh, doing it God's way is the is the only way that we can have success. Now that doesn't mean there's not that doesn't mean you're not going to get wounded. It doesn't mean that you're not going to get hurt. Uh, those things are almost definite as well. But even in the midst of those things, see, remember the Bible says, "Nay, in all these things, in tribulations, in distress." Paul, dis Paul despaired of life. The Apostle Paul himself said, you know what, it would be just better if I wasn't even alive anymore. 2 Corinthians. He despaired even of life. That's how bad it got for him. So, it, but so in despair, in distress, in discouragement, in all, the Bible says, nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors. Not in spite of these. So God, even through all of these, we fight these demons. We fight the powers. We fight the principalities. We fight the rulers of the darkness of this world. And man, they are busy. I mean, man, if, we, if, if, if there was any way we could get a, a look into what this is, uh, you know, as we go through all these, and, and when I preach about this on uh, my next Wednesday that I, I'm able to preach on this, we'll look about this a little bit, but it's interesting. We fight against spiritual hosts of wickedness, against wicked spirits in the heavenlies, the unseen world is swarming with demons. One poor man in Jesus' day was in bondage to a legion, uh, a legion of devils. And the Bible says, or we, we learn from history that 6,000 men comprised a Roman legion. So the, the idea is that this man was filled with 6,000 demons. He was beyond all human help. But folks, when Jesus come up, and showed up and came to Him, there was healing. And that's the great lesson in all this. We fight a very serious foe, but we're reminded time and time again, we have victory in the Lord. Uh, and so, no matter what it is that we face, no matter what it is that we fight, uh, God is able. You are engaged in a battle. And I want to tell you something else about this battle. I was thinking about this with Christian. It was, it was really on my heart the other day because I was thinking about surrendering to preach and surrendering your life to the Lord. Because let me tell you something about surrendering. Anybody know this? When you surrender to the Lord, it's exciting. Oh, man. I mean, uh, man, you surrender and the Lord fills you up. And man, you might even have goosebumps. And man, feel like shouting and all this, you know. Well, guess what? That don't last. The feeling doesn't always last. And so then all of a sudden, if you're not careful, you can just become a roller coaster Christian. And if you feel good, you're up here. And if you don't, you might not even show up. But then you feel good again and you're back and it's all exciting and it's all good. But before you can get done talking, you're going down again. 
That's the, the point is that we face these emotions, we face these things. It's, it's a battle. But what God does is through these things, He teaches us to live by faith. He teaches us to say, you know what? I don't have goosebumps today. I don't have goosebumps today. I've got high blood pressure today or something. I'm frustrated today. But you want to know something? God's, God's still the same God. He's still just as good as He's still just as good as He was when I was up here on the mountain feeling great. God hadn't changed. So therefore, even when so when we're up on that mountain, we can say, Woo! And when it doesn't seem like God's a million miles from us, guess what we can still say? Woo! <laughs> Hallelujah! Why? Because He's still the same God. And because, no, and, and because He promises victory, and it may be hard to see, but I'm telling you, I'll close with this. But I'm reminded, and I'll try to get this, this text for you next week, but I'm reminded when the children of Israel, was be, the children of Israel were being besieged, and they were besieged round about, and they were to the point of death. It got to the point to where they were starving to death. Uh, it was a terrible situation. They were surrounded by, uh, by a terrible, terrible army, and it looked like all was lost. But in one night, God sent one angel to destroy uh, a, a few hundred thousand enemy soldiers in one night. You may not be able to see your breakthrough right now, but don't give up on God. Don't lose hope. Don't lose faith. We are in a battle. You're not in it alone. Your battle's not against flesh and blood. And He promises victory. Now, you can't have victory uh, without... A battle. So sometimes we think, yeah, I just want to have victory. And what we're saying is we want to go retire on an island somewhere, spiritually speaking, and live the rest of our lives out that way. That's not victory. Uh, I mean, victory means that we're in a battle, but God's given us, we're, 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 we might be getting scraped up and bumped up and everything else, but we're winning, amen? We're going on by the grace of Almighty God. And so, uh, so I just encourage you, remember, you are in a battle. Some of you don't need to be reminded of that tonight, do you? Some of you don't need to be reminded you're in a battle. You say, I know I'm in a battle. But just remember who the battle is. Remember that, it's a, that, it, that, that there's strong forces fighting against you. And remember that ultimately, and I know this can sound really simplistic in a time like this, but remember ultimately, the battle's in your mind. The battle is in your mind. I'm not saying it's in your head and you're making it up. I'm saying it's in your mind as in how are you thinking about it? What's your thought process about it? Uh, what's your outlook on it? Are you believing God or are you believing the lies of Satan? Because Satan, from the very beginning, he works in trying to get us to be disobedient and he does that through deception. He deceives us and I'm telling you, uh, he is good at it. And, we, and I'm telling you, it would, it would be scary probably to know how many of God's people are living in some, some form of deception in their lives right now by not following and believing God's Word and catching. Catch that thought you're thinking. Amen. Perish the thought you're thinking and saying, God, with Your help and grace, I want to thank toward You. Amen. So, um, so let's pray. And, and I'm going to put some piano player on the spot. Kim, if you could come play right quick and, uh, and we'll uh, move on to the next part of the service here in just a moment. Lord, I thank You so much. Lord, I thank You for saving me. And I do want to pray. I want to thank you for bringing me through the battles you've brought me through. I've got many more ahead. I've got battles of my own making. Those are the most frustrating ones. Uh, those are some of the most frustrating ones. But 
God, whatever battles that we have, God, you will bring us through. You love us. You care too much about us. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up, up for us all. How much more will you not freely with, uh, with him give us all things? You promised us victory tonight. I pray for my dear brother, and I pray for my dear sister, God, that are going through a battle today. And I just pray, dear Lord, that you will please, please, Holy Ghost, strengthen them. Please, dear Lord, help them through this difficult time. Lord, right now it seems like they'll never see the sunshine again. God, but you're able. Lord, may we look back at past times that it's been difficult. You brought us through then. You brought Paul through. We are not the exception. We're not the exception as far as having to face a battle. We're not an exception in that you will not be faithful to us because you will. Help your people here tonight, dear God, I ask you.